throat. Gets worse, Lloyd. My parakeet, Petey. Huh? He's dead. Oh. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Harry. What happened? His head fell off. His head fell off? Yeah, he was pretty old. That's it. I've had it with this dump. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Okay, just calm down. What the hell are we doing here, Harry? We gotta get out of this town. Yeah, and go where? Where are we gonna go? I'll tell you where. Someplace warm. A place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. Wait. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What a wonderful, wonderful audience. There, there it is, there it is. That's what I wanted. I wanted that, needed that. You're really doing it, Paul. Wait for it. Get in that mic, Rick. Get in there, get in oh, there. Oh, God, get in that thing deep. Well, we got a little impromptu thrown together. Why not show at lunch? Will and I were like, well, we can't have Doug. We can't have Mike, so let's maybe do a show this afternoon. Our friend Rick Crawford, everyone. Rick Crawford walked in here. There it is. Came on in here, and we'll tell you a little bit more about him in a little bit. But we decided to just go ahead and throw this little little show together. Just make a quick one, kind of, is the plan. And, uh, and why not, you know? That's where we'll. That's some, very true. That's where someone else yeah. needs to talk. That's very true. I was looking at. Some, <coughs> I was looking at my Allstate plan. Excuse me. Uh, perfect timing. Yeah. Good, good time to do that. Um, <laughs> well, it's not my Allstate plan. It's someone else's Allstate plan. Huh. Why were you looking at someone else's Allstate plan? Well, their plan is the one that's paying for my truck. Oh, <laughs> we'll get. Hit, well, I, I guess we need to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Will had a wreck. Oh no! I didn't hear about that. I was involved in a wreck. Someone sideswiped me. It was uh, quite the little fun experience. No bueno. Yeah. Yes. So yes, and beans and disease to you too. <laughs> Let me get this volume set up here. So you know, this is just how this show is going to go. It's impromptu. It's not all going to be put perfectly together. Uh, going to talk about just whatever comes up. We don't really have a planned out script. Uh, 
We might make a couple phone calls. There's a couple people out there that uh, we want to talk to. What are we going to maybe oh, try to call? Durka, Durka, Durka. Maybe call Loss and who else we're going to maybe call? Are they still in Louisiana? They're, They're on, on the way, way back. back. They were in a little little town called Pensacola when we last talked to them. Nice. Why isn't your mic very loud? Come on, get in the, get in that thing. Really get in there. Project that thing. I mean, it's really... Is can you hear him well, Will? I can barely hear him. Give, a, give us a test, Rick. Hey, test, test, test. Is it working? Seems like it. All right, let me turn it up a little more. Turn me up, man. Don't, yeah. don't shut me out. Let's, we're going to let the people have you here. Okay. All right, so uh, we're going to talk to Rick a little bit. He's going to join us the whole show, and we're also going to get into a little bit of what he's been doing lately and um, and what have you. But has anyone done anything fun? Yeah, yeah. What, what's going on out there? Come on, talk to us. Uh, anything car fun? Wreck. Like car wreck. Uh, Let's just go ahead and talk wreck. about the car wreck. I'm trying to just think. I just had a beer blow up on me right you before did have we a beer started. Blow, but yeah, that was amazing. That, that's well, the best thing that happened to me all week long was, well, was the beer exploding. <laughs> I think you just got a new client a little bit ago too. That was probably a good thing well, that, that happened that, this week. That, I don't know. That was second second to well, the so I went to the the, the uh, refrigerator and grabbed a, a green cold bottle, and I didn't realize that half of it was frozen. <laughs> and that thing exploded on me. Just, I mean, I've never had it. I've never had it happen to me like that before. But uh, it happened. And Have you I'm, ever had a shock top? Not thrown on me quite like this yingling was. I love no. when that happened to you. The, the typical thing that happens, you get hit with all this beer and you're like, what happened? What? What? what, what why? I didn't know at the time what happened. The damn thing was frozen. I was completely out. useless, by the way, when that happened. I just sort of stood up and just I was looked useless at everything too. on your computer. I was, like, oh, no. I was in total shock and uh, didn't know what the hell was happening. So, anywho. But usually we have on Michael here, and Michael will have on the next show. He just got back from a trip to Bimini on a bachelor party, hmm. and uh, so we got to get details from him. And, uh, and that's who we we're going to maybe call. We we're going to maybe that's call right, Mike. That's right. And supposedly had quite the hairy Western type adventure on the way back, as far as the seas go. I heard they were a little little cray cray, if you will. But uh, looking forward to getting his uh, little story from that. Um, otherwise, I'm trying to think of anything I did lately um, that's worth talking about. I know we're not going to the Atlanta, <laughs> fly, Atlanta fly fishing show. but No, we're, we've been asked by about 1,000 people if we're going. And Wait, Rick, are, Rick here is. Are y'all going? No, no, 1,001. No, we're not. No, we got another, we got another show, show this got weekend. All right, all right. I'll be there. There you go. Yeah, Rick so all the people out there, if you... You know, if you see just a fine-looking man. So get right here by the microphone. If you can see the face on this man right here, look for him. Look at him. See him? See his face? Isn't it amazing? It is. (laughs) I was literally shocked. I know you were. I saw Doug this morning. I did lay my – I even touched him. Laid my hand on his shoulder. Y'all are so prepped. They're seeing each other at Starbucks. I know. Well, we went to talk to them about, you know, hiring some uh, migratory workers and some uh, (laughs) – some, <laughs> didn't they say they were going to hire like 500,000 refugees or something this year? <laughs> Starbucks. Oh, like all yeah, these companies yeah, yeah. that are climbing yeah. on board yeah, this yeah. whole thing to like make it look like they've never hired, you know. Yeah, all you people pay taxes. Fuck y'all. Let's yeah. get some refugees in here. That's right. That's right. So It's kind of like on, um, I imagine that if they hired 500,000 refugees, it'd be a lot like that South Park episode where they have this long discussion with the Mexican sheriff and he just looks at him and goes, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No idea. Oh man. So anyway, look out for Rick Crawford. So uh, let's go ahead and just introduce the people to you. 
the, the people. The people. Oh, they want. They're gonna want a little piece of you. Una. But so, Rick. Uh, w- w- so I'm gonna let you explain what you do and how we met you and what have you. So yeah. So um, as a matter of fact, y'all, I think we're actually recording uh, one of these at. Um, I forget what brewery it was last February. Oh, yeah, Palmetto Brewery, yeah. Yeah, Palmetto. And um, I was uh, approached y'all about potentially doing some sustainability work and told y'all wanted to. So that's when it started? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it turns out Rick had a lot of uh, mutual friends of ours. Yeah. 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 And uh, y'all uh, agreed to be my guinea pig. And um, I started my business, Emerger Strategies. And I do sustainability and marketing consulting, uh, targeting companies in the fly fishing industry. And ultimately, uh, what I want to do is bring sustainability uh, to the fly fishing industry. It's uh, good for fisheries and good for the bottom line. Get on out of that tin can real quick. And uh, <laughs> well, what I think we're going to do on the next break is just swap microphones. Switch them, yeah. Switch them around well, a little we can bit. Just watch it right now. Here it is, right here. Now I am so, oh gosh oh lord oh, lordy live. lordy we're doing it live <laughs> we did it we're doing it live we did it y'all the year of our lord <laughs> he might be yours <laughs> now you got two microphones this is great <laughs> this is perfect uh, <laughs> which, one, which one am I taking back I'm a little warm y'all a little warm you're always you you run hot I do run hot. About, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. All right. Okay. Could be here. Now, see, that's a lot better. Yeah. I don't better. know what's going on with that other one. That's better. Uh, that's. That, uh, I'm sorry. That's Doug's that he usually uses, so we've kind of slimmed it. We just don't let him be as loud on that thing. That's nice. We've kind of worked it into that. Do so. it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! <laughs> All right. So, sustainability. So, you approached us, and you might have kept going to this, but I was sidetracked by the technical issues. Yeah, yeah. So, I just approached y'all about uh, minimizing your environmental footprint, which is good for your economic bottom line. And um, y'all agreed to, to let me do a little bit of work with you, which I think ultimately um, helped to increase your brand value a little bit and um, yep. increase your, your, your profitability. So, that's sort of, the, sort of my end game. I approach companies in the fly fishing industry to... Uh, help minimize their environmental footprint, which is uh, impacts fisheries, obviously. So, um, want to minimize that, enhance your brand value, and increase your profitability. Well, what's funny at the time, I mean, what? call me dumb or ignorant, whatever you want to call me, but uh, oh, I've got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> got to the list. I had no idea what that that terminology meant. Literally nothing. I was like, okay, come on. I don't know what that means, but let's do it. <laughs> and since then, obviously, you've educated us. And um, I would say if, if you're sitting there asking as you're driving through crosstown traffic, you should go get the book by Yvonne Chenard, yeah. uh, Let My People Go Surfing. And that that's basically in a, in, a, in a nutshell, Patagonia's nutshell, yeah, at least. But that helped me totally understand it a little bit more aside from what you've taught us as well. Yeah, it, it, that book just really puts it in perspective, and it helps to really help further make the business case for it. For yeah. Them, so it's, yeah. It's good read. Yeah, and then being uh, owner of a small company, I could relate to pretty much everything he's saying in, in the way of, you know, all the terminology and clothing, blah, 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 manufacturers. So it helped me understand a little bit more about what you do and what we're trying to do as yep. a company. So it was cool. So check it out, Emerger Strategies. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Oh, uh, Website. Uh, MergerStrategies.com and 
We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the, the LinkedIn, the whole the whole deal. Yeah, and you've you've helped us uh, have our eyes a little bit more open to uh, um, like the Neverglades, Nower Neverglades, yeah. uh, Captains for Clean Water, and uh, the Public Lands. What was the Public Lands initiative uh, through, through the Outdoor Alliance? Um, the Protect Public Lands. So there's just there's a lot of stuff going on that um, companies and businesses can influence and. Gives you an opportunity to divorce your opinion and contact your lawmakers about what's important to you as, as anglers and and sportsmen, really. There you go. Well, now that we've gotten all the serious stuff out of the way, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> see how Will really took part in that serious I did, part. I'm so serious. You're so serious. What are you over there doing? I'm just looking at stuff that might be relevant. All state. Yeah. I'm doing research. That's all I know. So is that what you're constantly doing over there when you're playing with your beard and that computer kind yeah. of looking for a topic or like a yeah. fu- like a drop or just something? Anything in general. Just trying to add to the conversation. So, Will, what do you think about the old Atlanta Falcon, son? I've heard the preaching this week about from I've been a lot better than Mike Benson was this time last year. That's true. Carolina Panthers. I guess you're a Cowboys fan, huh? I am. Oh, boy. Uh, Still am. uh, You still are, really. Got that silver blood in me. Yeah, I hear you. Uh huh. But I think they'll do good. I, I do. I'm one of the few people I actually do like the uh, New England Patriots. I think they're. I've always I like them. Yeah, I mean, I Wait, you, you are pulling for them or you like them? I like them. If I've got to lose, to, if the Falcons have to lose to somebody, that's somebody I'd, I'd, I'd feel good about losing to. I do uh, want to kind of see Goodell have to give the trophy to uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. I wouldn't um, mind seeing that either. I do want the Falcons to win, though. That's a team, if you lost to, you're like, well, you kind of lost to Babe Ruth's Yankees. Yeah, it's a respectable yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah. It's not like uh, we got beat by the Houston Astros. <laughs> you know, it just came out of nowhere. So. Well, so did you grow up being a Falcons fan? I grew up more of a Georgia fan than a Falcons fan. Oh, my fan. God. Yeah, oh, so I'm one of those guys God. who's more into college than NFL. You sounded just like Doug. Georgia. I'm a Georgia fan. God. <laughs> Well, uh, but yeah, I, I grew up. Um, actually, I was also a Cowboys fan growing up because that was with Troy Aikman, Emmitt mm. Smith, Michael Irvin, yeah. Neon Dion. They're hard not to like yeah. and wa- like to watch. Yeah. Like Will was too. <laughs> Mer- Merck is team, so. Yeah. Texas Rangers, your team, baseball team? No. Oh, no. golly. No. How did I miss that one? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh, and you you knew old Nam back in the day. You guys grew up in Savannah. Old Nammer Rammer. Yeah. 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 Nam, if you're out there. Uh, now, is this true? This is the thing we always heard about Nam, and he would never confirm or deny. So I'm going to go ahead and put it on a national podcast. Um, didn't he hack into his school's uh, system and change his grades? That's I, always been the rumor. I can honestly say that I never heard that, but I can't say that that's untrue. Yeah. Because I wouldn't. That, that sounds about like now. Sounds like the court case is still open. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't put it past him. No. Well, didn't he do that him. in his job? We can't get into that. I guess super security <laughs> stuff. But we did one time. He uh, he kept calling us on. Uh, what is it called? This is hilarious. Um, what's the FaceTime? FaceTime. He got his FaceTime on my desktop computer here at the office, and he kept just calling us and calling us. And it, him and his coworkers thought it was just so funny. So I went. But the, he would hold something up like a draw. No, he would just sit there and try to entertain himself, and we'd like, "Hey, name, yeah, yeah, yeah. that like they couldn't hear us or anything like that." So he kept doing it, and then the next time, and like, he had a, his crew of people around yeah, him, around behind him, him just watching. really thinking it was funny. <laughs> then uh, I decided I'm gonna get this son of a bitch because this is not gonna <laughs> end until one of us ends it. So uh, I got on the computer, typed up the old Google machine. And uh, printed out some nice man on man uh, loving. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. A picture. 
just some good healthy man on man gay love. As soon as that phone rang, I got it right in the picture where you could see it perfectly. And he clicked on it, and you saw his face, and he goes, "Oh my god!" And just hung <laughs> right. <laughs> never heard from and him. that ended. That ended it. <laughs> oh, god. works every time. Every time. I mean, when you're dealing with like emerging strategies, I mean, does that <laughs> yeah. that happen quite a bit? Yeah, that, that, that's kind of my go-to. Oh man. <laughs> so, uh, what else we got? Um, Super Bowl, big weekend. So, just in general, what's um, everyone doing for the Super Bowl? Is there like we'll are, be in Charlotte? We're gonna be at a show in oh, Charlotte, so uh, we're there until Tuesday. Actually, we're leaving Thursday, but we'll be there until Tuesday. Yeah, nice. So uh, we got the Atlanta show. We got a lot of good friends there. Rick's going. We're gonna miss out some good partying there. So scoff boys, scoff boys. Yeah, yeah. We need to hook Rick up with those boys. Oh yeah, give him a little run for his money. How long are you gonna be there, Rick? Uh, I'm leaving Sunday. I'll get up there Thursday. Oh, afternoon. so you're going for the yeah full full ride, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I got a, I got some buddies up there. We'll make a weekend out of it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Good, good. Some Georgia friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh, Athens, GA. So, what was your uh, your thought about their year this year? I remember what was I remember Doug was a little sentimental. About well, it. I mean, here's the deal. Like, first off. We're not going to have a great season until we're playing with all his recruits to begin with. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, I, yeah. I think sure. it's insane. Like, some of our friends be like, this is it, baby. This is our year. I'm like, dude, it's his first year. Yeah, like, it's totally. Just, it's just not happening. Like, like, it's almost like you're lucky to be, you know, a little bit above 500 every year. Until- yeah, totally. Like, so, I mean, you know, we're, I, from what I tell can tell, I don't really follow the recruiting, but from yeah. people in, in passing telling me, He's recruiting some big, big offensive linemen and some stud yeah. players, and you know we'll see in three or four years. Well, Doug really told me they got number one recruit. Then I read and always saw do. the news. Always they do. got number three. Always is do. what? Always do. They got Alabama, Ohio State, then Georgia supposedly. I don't. Know. I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand, and I don't know as much about college football as you guys, but. Every year, Georgia's in the top five recruiting. I know. But they never end up in top five finish. Yeah. Well, trust me, there, there's nothing more frustrating than being a Georgia fan. But I will say, this year, I had very low expectations. And yeah. the only game that I got like seriously pissed about was Tennessee. Because we lost on like a buzzer beater, and that it was, was like, an amazing game, though. And I was—I mean, I was going absolutely berserk in my living room. I, like, I think my wife was like, "Seriously, what the hell is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "Beers everywhere. I'm going crazy." We score the touchdown, and then like less than thirty seconds later, dagger in the heart, hail Mary. long ball. Yeah, yeah, the old long ball got him. Anyway, that I, know, was, I know who really enjoyed that game was uh, Mr. Larry Latrell, being the big Tennessee God. fan he is. Oh, Lord. Yes, he would be. Um, well, we got a scoop. Uh, we can. Let's let's get a little scoop. And uh, I know he's kind of, after a couple weeks ago, he's kind of, he's been calling saying sorry about that whole thing that happened. The voicemails. I don't know if you heard those, Rick. But, no. Uh, I think I, he's back. Though. Rick's a loyal I'm, listener. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Hey, you've got a five-hour trip to Atlanta. Maybe you should catch up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I will. All right, well, let's get a little word from Scoop, um, and we'll be right back. This segment of Bally Live brought to you by Rick Crawford's Magic Strategies. Hello, Governor. (laughs) 
to everyone who needs to know what sustainability is. Give old Rick a call. We've got all your sustainability and marketing strategies covered. Correct, sir. And he is, as you know, a Georgia fan so far. If you anything you want to sustain, whether it's underwear, business, or the environment, give old Rick a call down at Emergency Strategies. He's waiting on your call as we speak. Wink. <laughs> Back to you, Paul. Thanks, guys. What in the hell's diversity? <clears throat> well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Right. <laughs> there it is. On a Greyhound bus All I'm traveling is Rick, they love you. They Gosh, love you. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank Holly. you. Who knew sustainability would bring just such joy yes. to the uh, studio? To my heart. Hey, th- thank you very little. Oh, God, there she ain't. So, hey, guys, we're back. Hey, 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 hey. Chapter two. Will's still over there looking at his computer. <laughs> what else? I'm just going to look at you now. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's funny because, you know, when, honestly, no, like, bad talking you, Rick. But when, when we do this, usually at least Mike's here. We've never, like today we were just going to do it, he and I, and I was a little worried about it because basically I can we can give Mike a thought and he can just roll with it for 15 minutes and I can just be over here like, yeah, you know, just, just, just so finish the, the, off, finish off a couple orders. the chemistry's not right because we don't really have to have chemistry this show, but the, the dichotomy, if you will, is a little different than we're used to. You're, you're going to have to earn it today, guys. We are. And this is, this is the test of whether we can pull this off or not. I feel like we're pulling something off. Something is getting so, pulled off. That, that's may, sure. It might be the best show ever. Sorry, Mike. Slash we'll Doug. do it live. Okay. We're doing. We're doing it live. No. We'll do it live. <laughs> we're doing it live. What is that from? <laughs> you don't remember that with Bill O'Reilly on? Uh... Oh yes. That's, can you play the whole thing? I can pull it up. It's that amazing. thing's amazing. Oh, we got a new product review. Um, and if if you which I watch O'Reilly every now and then I you know I watch all I watch all the stuff. <laughs> oh my God! Are you going to tell the story? No, but you will tell that, and I'll tell you. Let's so I got I this is when I lived in Atlanta, and I had some Rome Georgia ties. Yeah, Rome, Rome Georgia, Rome. and there's there's a Ro- Rome Rome. Yeah. Rome. yeah. So there's another musician, and I found this out by doing this. I was going to set up a website for my artwork, Paul Peckett. Paul, Paul Puckett. <laughs> Paul wait, pa- wait, wait, what? PaulPaker.com. <laughs> no, PaulPuckett.com. And I did the, you know, if someone owns it, you can go to Who Is, and it'll tell you, and it was yeah. out of Rome, Georgia. So I looked up this Paul Puckett character. First of all, 
aside from being a musician in the Georgia Country Music Hall of Fame, he also built terrariums for lizards and birds. That's his main job. That is amazing. Yeah. So I need to see if that website is still available. Here, let me see. So every now and then when I was in Rome, I'd see that Paul Puckett's playing tonight at so-and-so, so-and-so. So So, uh, about a year after that, probably, I get this text from Still up, paulpuckett.com, still going. Terrariums or Uh, music? Just music right now. So I get this call. Wait a minute, terrariums, nature's window. That's it. Uh So I get this text from Will. Dude, did you write in a letter to Bill O'Reilly? I'm like, no. And that's where you can take it. It was like this scathing, uh, Mr. O'Reilly, I feel like the Republicans have really let down the United States. You know, we're for conservative conservatism, not this, you know, backhanded liberal action. Signed, Paul Puckett, Rome, Georgia. <laughs> now, Paul did spend a lot of time in Rome, and I was like, you son of a bitch. You're going to write letters to Bill O'Reilly? He's like, that's when he told me about the other Bill O'Reilly. But, the other uh, Paul Puckett. I mean, the other Paul Puckett. Right. So here's the With other. The so here's the other Bill O'Reilly. Here's his breakdown. It's pretty good. QuickBooks introduces well, that's QuickBooks. Well, that's all right. We can do an ad. We can. We you know, we have ads here. Business. Business. All right. But here we go. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. He fucking loses it. Okay, I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are going to do Sting. Yeah. Okay, but. <laughs> now I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. This is what okay. I felt like at the office. This is inside edition too. Yeah. Sure. There's yeah. no words there to play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. <laughs> it's, it's Sting is going to do. It's a video. Sting, Sting video. Oh yeah. What okay. is for credits? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? <laughs> to end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go. Go. In five. Four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is that. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. It's <laughs> amazing. Three. Oh my god! That's tomorrow, my and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. <laughs> That's our phone going right now. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I know who that is. You know, times are changing. Can I read uh, the product review we just got, please? Okay. This is amazing. I don't really understand what he's talking about, but it's about the Walter 2.0 Redfish shirt. Okay. Comments. It's a rating of 5.0. Perfect. I put this on my cat, and it suffered from half asphyxiation while it ran into the screen door and ripped open while simultaneously screaming, I'm baller 2.0, kid. I'll eat it. Luckily... Luckily, my man and also my father, Timmy Hoops, swooped in with his tuning skills and was like, let's go, kid. That um, might be the most informative product review that's I've ever heard. the best. <laughs> that's got to be Hall of Fame material. That's Nam Bowie, probably. I mean, that's, I don't know what's going on there, but I, lo- I like it. Maybe it's the other Paul Puckett. Did he come? It, it, it could that? be. I have the name here. I'm not going to say the name. Okay. 
But anyway, th- but, there you go. Today is product review. But he makes terrariums. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, he does. So. And he owns PaulPocket.com. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also a musician. Uh, so anyway. You better start noticing. I will, Doug. Thank you. Um, so I had some other little topics. Let's bring something up. Unless you got something, Will, because it sounds like you do. <clears throat> I'll work on finding us some stuff that'll do well for us. You want to go and do your top ten uh, things to look out for at a boat launch? Yeah, let me pull that up. Kind of caught me off. Did I? And later on, we got Mike Smithinson at the Super Bowl Radio Row. Going to have a, a surprise guest for us. So we're going to call in to Mike later and get that. Super Bowl Radio Row. Uh, Super Bowl Radio Row, where they have all the different radio stations. Basically, oh, basically we have someone at the Super Bowl working for us. Oh. Mike Smith and Smith. Go, go big time, Bill. I mean, uh, from the sound of it, as many times as you listen to the show, uh, you know the Mike Smith and Smith character, don't you? <laughs> of yes. course he does. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, he's, a, he's a top 10 celebrity dude in, in, in Charleston. So of course. You probably know about him. I know all about um, him. So, Will went to the. Uh, Derek Trucks, uh, what's your... Oh, yeah. Uh, Susan Tedeschi. Yeah. Tedeschi Trucks now. So Good let's show. do a little concert review. Well, um, so Derek Trucks plays for the Allman Brothers Band. Um, his wife is Susan Tedeschi, who's kind of a soulful singer by herself. They've kind of merged forces and uh, have Tedeschi Trucks. And my wife is a huge Tedeschi, uh, Susan Tedeschi fan. I mean, she's pretty much straight blues, right? She's straight blues, but they have turned into a total jam band now. But nothing wrong with that. I would say jam bands are not my favorite forte, but especially, it's almost like saying you're going to go to a rap concert and then like they start playing Mozart or something. You know, something totally different than what you expected. And it's apparently it's been a change for a while because people are just standing up jamming the whole time. We're used to like 60-year-old people being at the show. Yeah. But uh, it was a good time. A little different. Well, that's um, what, what we were talking about, too. It was kind of like they always reminded me of more like a – like their, I guess their original album or something came yeah. out was, was more like Mavis Staples yeah. kind of like yeah I even called you and asked you about it yeah and I mean that was a totally different apparently different deal I haven't seen them in a few years but well they never said a single word to anybody they just played the whole time we thought for sure well, the concert was Derek Trucks never even he never moves. talks but she but she talks yeah. but uh, we thought the concert was going to get canceled twice because Leon Russell was supposed to open he happened to die. And then uh, Butch Trucks yeah. uh, died last week, right before the show. His uncle was in the Allman Brothers. So we knew for sure it's like this thing's probably going to get canceled. It's a great show. It's just not what we expected. Were, were people standing up in the oh, theater yeah. there? Really? Oh, yeah. Half and half. And the half and half is not just like me and you go together and you stand up and I don't stand up. It's like 60-year-olds and 50-year-olds and then like, 25 and 35 year olds that are just standing up in the aisles yeah so it's definitely two different crowds that's it's a weird venue actually i've seen a lot of concerts there and they're it's like, old yeah and it's just like not good old but old it's like some people are just like die hard like sit down like, yeah like no standing and it, it, it's a weird i guess venue now the last concert i saw there before that show believe it or not if you take a guess the last concert i saw aerosmith Pump uh, tour, no. huh. Sesame Street Live. Oh my lord! How come you never tell us this stuff? <laughs> like when you <laughs> come in you here not. on a Monday, telling you and like, not, what's buddy. up, dude? What'd you do this week? Oh, we just hung around, watched a little TV. Sesame I want to know that you're going to see Sesame Street. I think I've been posted some. I also want to know all your Live. social things where you wear tuxes and bow ties yeah, yeah. and all these things. That. So that was one of those things. We had to go to this nice party for this thing my wife's involved in, 
And it was automatic. Wife and husband will. It's automatically one of these situations that's like walk in the room, like scan the room, who to avoid. Like, I don't want to talk to that person. I don't want to talk to this person. Like, these are people that. The guy that knows your name. Yeah, that, that will get your ear and talk your ear off. I mean, I'm a social guy and I like talking to folks, but the, the strangest thing though is that guy that looks somewhat familiar. Knows your name. You have, I mean, you don't even have any yeah. clue where you met this guy. Hey, buddy. And they can have a full conversation with you. And the whole time I'm out in the dark, I have no idea, like, where we met or what we're talking about. And we know common people. <laughs> I don't know who those common, I don't know these common people. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was your name? Yeah, again? exactly. Yeah. That's when you that's try how, to stop somebody and go, hey, have you met my buddy Chris? Oh, no, yeah. that, that, that's the move. Yeah. That was like, oh, uh, yeah. That, that is the move. Hey, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. In Jackson Hole, yeah. we had a little thing that we did with this one guy. And I don't know if I should say his name or not, but uh, w- 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 his name is what we call that move. Like, oh, let's nice. say his name is Roger. I'd be like, yeah. dude, I just Rogered you. I got <laughs> like, you motherfucker Rogered me, man. You just bail. I'm like, I know, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. So, man, you ruled your ring. I know you ruled your well, ring. Well, a reason you do that is my wife got stuck in a situation and Rogered a situation over to me and a buddy of mine that was standing there. And um, my buddy went to law school in Macon at Mercer. This woman is like 55 years old, just moved down here from Macon. Usually when you have a connection like that, two minutes. Oh, yeah, I know Macon. I grew up in Macon. The age barrier, though, is different, though. But it's like, that should be it. She talked to him for 25 minutes Uh. about Macon. And I, I left minute two. Just kind of right into the get, shadows. Right when you get to that <laughs> seven-minute barrier, that's when it starts. Yeah. Either yeah. something needs to change. You need to find something new in common. Right. You right. can't keep. You can't keep biting on that one little seed that you know the person gave I'm, you. I'm usually so frustrated by the Small time I'm talk. having to do this that I've heard people do this, and I wish I'd think of it at the time. It's just make up stuff. It'd be funner. Mm. More fun. Be, more fun. Just to be like, hey, why isn't funner? Yeah, why I'm can't that be a valid just, word? I love funner. I love funner. Why can't it be funner? Let's make it happen. Fun, well, from now on. It's funnest. Funner. It's funnest. It's, that's the funnest thing. Funnest works, right? Yeah. But, fun funner. but funner. But it's, funner. It's funner. It's more. It's. I don't want to say more fun. It's funner. God no. dang it. <laughs> I play the keyboard. You yeah, see that? That's good. That's my C chord. What was the word that we were always told as kids? It's not a real word. It's not like... I was like, what, gnaw or something like that. I, for, I forget what it was, but they're like, that's not a real word. Y'all? No, it's not. Y'all's a real word. Y'all is damn right it is. Damn right it is. I forget what it was, but they're like, you can't. Woo! <laughs> 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 or in Ewins, y'all plus three. Ewins. Ewins, Ewins, yeah. And Sarah and her family always says Yens. <laughs> youngins. Yens, man. Young, youngins. Youngins. Uh, yonder. Maybe yonder. over yonder? No, it wasn't yonder. I can't remember. I mispronounce everything anyway. Like the road we're on. What is it? I say Jessamine. It's Jessamine. Jessamine. What I would you say? Mean. I've never even read your J E S S A M I N E. I say Jessamine. I say I'm I'm leaning towards Paul there. I think it's Jessamine. Tangerine. Tangerine. How you want this this nice tangerine? What's another word that's similar to that? Pecan. Pecan. Well, I mean the ends in M I N E. Mine. Turpentine. Turpentine. See, you can go both ways, but in this I think instance, just a me. Let's get the county of Charleston on the phone. Or just ask Johnny. What, just, just ask Johnny what he thinks. We had to go track down Johnny today, our UPS so driver. We go got, we got to lunch. This UPS driver, he's horrible. He might listen to this, dude. He probably does. I, I doubt <laughs> it. Um, we go to lunch. He usually comes around 5 o'clock. 
you know, if we really need something, he comes around five. Yeah. No, when we don't need anything. No, when we really need it, that's when he waits all day. But um, UPS will not deliver an office if you're not there. FedEx, no problem. UPS, no. Anytime we're going, I mean, we can be going for 10 minutes. He has come. He has put a note on the door. He is not coming back. We've had to track him down before. He is hard to track down. Somehow, we found him at Arby's today. <laughs> and, and we, we were looking. We are looking. And we went around Arby's. They have the meats. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, went around, we, went around, we went around that place four times looking in there for him until <laughs> we found him. And then sat by his truck until we finally got what we needed. But um, Johnny is a piece of work. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, do you have our package? And did you get some God, meats? God, man. Well, we confuse him because we all tell him our name's Puckett. <laughs> you know, oh, you're right. Yeah, Mr. Puckett. The terrarium, right? Is that what he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Puckett, right? <laughs> so, yeah, usually where I've worked in the past, the UPS guy will come between a pretty uh, reliable set. time frame. Yeah. Like yeah. between 11 and 1. Well, or, I feel like especially once you get to know him, too. Like on yeah, a, a little bit yeah. of a personal level. Or, 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 like, hey, like, Rick, I, 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 can't, I went up to him one time. But, Johnny. You come out here all the time. You know us. We're not going to bother you. Can I get a phone number for you so I can reach out if we really need to get you and track you down? It was like if I went back in time to 1973 and asked him, do you have like a mobile phone <laughs> that's on you at all times that I can call you from and track you down? Like, he just didn't know that existed. I don't want no phone, Mr. Abbott. Okay, Johnny. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, Johnny. Do you have a pager? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We thought about the point today. We're like, man, it would be so cool if we could just put up one of those little buggers under the back and track him. Yeah, the whole GPS time. bugger. GPS, yeah. But one time, I remember we called. We called like the national thing, and they're like, "Oh, were y'all talking about Johnny?" Like they knew. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. he has a reputation, mm-hmm. I guess, of sucking. You know, like that's God, a, he's terrible. That's a that's a good one. It, to it's have, gotten too. so bad that yeah. we know exactly what his area is. We know what roads he works in between. Other UPS drivers kind of laugh at us when we're looking for him. Yeah. It should not be this way. It should be every day between 10 and 12 or 11 and 1 or just no. It's such a frustrating deal, man. We talk about him like every other show. Like, it's so frustrating. FedEx guys just drop their shit off and go. They just knock. Because lately we've been getting a lot. It's like Christmas around here. We've been getting a lot of crap that we need to get ready. It's simple. It's almost like this company devised this efficient way to drop off something you ordered. With Johnny, it, it, mm. you don't know when, what. There's drug deals that are way more efficient than this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. Maybe that's why Johnny's not a drug dealer anymore. <laughs> Couldn't he, quite figure it out. Get over the hump. Oh, man. So let's, uh, let's, let's listen to uh, some boat ramp etiquette. Okay. <laughs> so this is the eight unwritten rules of boat ramp etiquette that I found was shared on the Facebook uh, number one, which I do agree with this, move to the side if you are not ready. Huh? That's just yeah, you should never even put your boat down or anything. You should never even instigate. But the, the thing is, every time I've been to a boat ramp, someone isn't ready. Every and, time, and they're, they're like, "This is yeah. first day shit." Like, yeah. yeah, it's one thing to take your straps off and all that, but then you see people getting their rods and reels out of the truck, put yeah. it in the boat, all that kind of crap. Well, our thing is, is always like, "All right, you ready? I'll get in the boat." You back up. It's like a yeah. yeah it's like a yeah. And like, then you get in line. You're ready to go. Okay. Uh, 
Number two, turn off your headlights. Really? I hadn't ran into this. I don't understand that one. Ever tried to back a boat trailer with someone's headlights in your mirrors? It's practically impossible. As soon as your truck goes into reverse, shut off your headlights so people backing their trailers in adjacent lanes will be able to see. But would you really be backing your trailer in front of someone? I think the only thing that maybe affect this is is the grade of the ramp where you're pulling out how the lights come up at that weird angle. Yeah, but are you going to be backing right behind someone? Yeah, that's what I don't know. That, I'm not. I'm, I'm getting rid of that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not buying that. Okay. Uh, catch up after your truck is parked. This guy says I fish uh, tournaments by myself most of the time, so my truck often sits on the ramp for a few minutes while I dock my boat. This is an ideal time for me to hang around and talk fishing with my buddies. My parked truck is slowing traffic. I agree with that entirely. Yeah. I never see a lot of that really, but very rarely. But yeah, I mean that's common courtesy. It's a common courtesy. Yeah, that's common a com- that should be just known. Uh, don't hog the ramp. Uh, they're essentially saying use the dividers. Like if it's just line dividers, yeah, use don't the take line up to, two. Don't take up two. Okay. Uh, right. One that I really don't think is that really uh, pertinent to this is have your navigation lights on when your boat touches the water. I, I don't, don't understand see what that. that makes. What? I mean, at night maybe. At night maybe. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's a good one. This is a real dickhead move. You don't follow this. Only tie to other boats with permission. I would be really pissed someone tied their boat to my boat. Yeah. I talk to. That's yeah. A, that <laughs> seems like this list should have been four things. That, that's just an obvious <laughs> the, the, thing. The yeah. fact that this is a top eight. I mean, yeah. this is maybe like top he's, three. He's making shit up. Only yeah. launch boats at yeah. the boat ramp. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and sweet jet skis. That's right. Uh, and it says there's nothing wrong with using your trolling motor, I guess, to move your boat around. That's kind of stupid. Um, yeah, there's a reason why this guy came up with this list. He must use the worst fucking boat launch. Well, which I think every boat launch, if you sat there all day, we could write a diary of like things you saw. Because I think no matter what boat launch it is, it's probably amazing the shit you'll see. Yeah. Well, I can go through a couple right now that I can say is pretty aggravating. Is one. I only hang out them at night. Boat, is boat one, <laughs> make sure. That's true. Uh, one, you might, if you're not, haven't taken the boat out in a while, you might want to make sure the boat can crank yeah. before you yeah. start putting it in the water. And that your batteries. And that your batteries. Yeah. That's the that. thing. You'll see these guys that jump in the boat, do it by themselves, and they're like, you know, 10 feet away from the trail. And it ain't budging. Yeah. Just, oh, I haven't run this boat for six months. It's, it's should good. should be fine. Ran like a charm the last time. Yeah. Now, the other thing is that really gets aggravating uh, that I've noticed if it's a slot that can probably handle to dock about two, two and a half sizes of boats, don't just park right in the fucking middle of it where no one else can park their boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like go totally. to an yeah. end exactly. or file in behind another boat. Yeah. And also, if there's two boats and you got plenty of room, don't get right on top of that boat. Give them room. I hate and, when people feel like they got to get right oh, yeah. beside you. Yeah. And I saw a guy the other day, we're getting out so agree, and I'm not saying that I can do this. So when I say the story, I mean have enough like watch and learn because I'm not boat savvy at all. I don't have my own boat. But this guy had a pretty big boat, probably if I had to guess, like a 16 foot center console kind of mid range boat console. where you know you would you would go maybe 10 miles offshore. It's not an okay. offshore boat. And he was by himself. You know he's rocking like the big uh, the white you know sailor boots and he looked like he knew what he was doing. But holy shit, it was a shit show. He was by himself. You know he had to. He did the same thing where he, he parked the boat in the middle of the dock where no one else could park. So he brings his boat trailer, and he, and he went off the curb once. So I'm thinking, 
Oh, this is going to be fun to watch, and it was fun to watch, well, man. On, on the flip side of that is he may be a genius because I agree with you. If you're at a boat ramp and have on white rubber like shrimpers b- boots, you look like I, you I'm know. Like, I'm like that guy knows yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck he's doing. Totally, yeah. I know. You, you ask him out, like, how's everything out there? You expect like you're going like to a, a good answer. answer. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, it was interesting. He lost two of his buoys; both came off as he's trying to gun gun the the boat up the trailer. Well, here's, so here's another little trick, and I'm not known for just being nice to strangers, but when a boat ramp, if you see somebody like that that's in a situation like that, for the everybody included. That's when I've been known, and I know friends that do the same, step up and say, hey, man, you want me to back your truck up for you? Yeah, to just, expedite to the process. Expedite the process. And just help yeah. out. And just yeah. help out, but just more just keep things moving. We don't want yeah. to make. We don't want you to look like an idiot. We don't want you yeah, to fuck Yeah, but there's some people out there, no, man, I got it. I got it. You know, no, the, you know oh. <laughs> no, man. Ain't no. touching that truck. No. Another thing that we do that's very good because of boat ramps and tides and um, access to the boat ramps. This is also at Will's Boat Club. My boat where everyone knows everyone. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Good evening, Senator. <laughs> <laughs> um, is we don't when you're backing down the trailer, if you got two guys, the guy on the boat's out in the middle of the water, away from the dock, untied, motor yep. running, waiting for that trailer to hit the water. And then then you proceed. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. I know people that just sit there and like, all right, I got back in. All right, let me just untie, crank it yeah. up. If you got teammates, then they yeah. shouldn't even. Yeah, I agree. Process. Yeah, I think so. The worst boat ramp story I had from the summer, and this was a, a group of guys. There was like five of them, and they were going offshore, and all, checked all the boxes that we just covered, like. It would not turn over. It was maybe a battery. Uh-uh. It was maybe, and it was so bad. It was to the point where I actually legitimately think that they sent someone to the store to get a battery and refused to take the boat off the boat ramp. That's ridiculous. And I mean, it was like, it was, it was like it, it, they were it was, testing all that shit yeah, on the ramp. Yeah, and the boat was still on the trailer. Like it wasn't like we were like, hey man, like was you, it down in the water where they could test the engine? And yeah, all that? I mean, it was you know it, it had the. Prop down the water, but it was still hooked on the eye. I was like, "Come on!" That's man. one of those things. that's like I'm not gonna go over there and say I'm swinging on you because of this. But if someone did, it's like you're kind of in the wrong. Yeah. The worst yeah. is when they they pull everything from the car to the boat while it's on the incline. <laughs> you know, and they got a big family and all that crap. It's so. F- well, we really need to sit there to videotape one day at a boat launch. Oh, the I other, think it'd be the other thing is, is we got a couple friends that are guilty of this. Trey and all those guys. We take them out fishing down here. One thing you got to understand when you're going out in these boats, any kind of fishing, be a minimalist. Oh, yeah. I only take what they're bringing fucking boat. You think we're going to Alaska? I don't even bring yeah. rods anymore when I fish. Yeah, someone everybody's else got I know rod. has yeah. rods. Right. It's just not the point. You won't even touch it all day. You won't it. touch yeah. your rod. But it's different. Like if I still live in Atlanta and I just bought this new Nautilus with this new whatever, I want to bring that damn thing. Yeah. And I still may never it touch it. Because, you know, if you're on the bow, I'm going to hand you my rod and, you know. But well, if you, and, and if you don't have it, then you're pissed yeah, because you're like, you God, man, I wish I was on it. Yeah, I yeah. wish I was out here casting well, my new rod. Well, you know, like in a drift boat, you can literally, you, it, it's like one of those uh, competitive bikes. You can literally lock down everybody's feet and it wouldn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah. This guy's going to stay in the front. This guy's going to stay in the center. This guy's going to stay in the back. A skiff, it is a constant movement You're moving. shit show. Yeah. They get down like, you got to get this out of here, dude. We're, we're running around everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, depending on where you're landing the fish, I need to get down and go to the front. You're going to the back. If we can't fucking walk around, we ain't yeah. catching fish. Well, I mean, that brings up another point, too, for, for the etiquette down there. It's like, go ahead and put everything in the boat. 
before you even back it down. Agreed. Before yeah. before you even back it down the ramp. Yep. Like, just go ahead and yeah. load the boat up with all the shit that you need, then back it down to be ready to roll. Yeah. In a side location. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Off to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a strong point. Move your boat the furthest you can away from the fucking boat ramp. Yeah. That you can still dock. Don't just yeah. untie it right there. Don't confuse but me. I've had people that's untied it literally where the boat came off the trailer. While it slid down. While it slid down, they just tied it right there. And then, you know, it's like an L shape. So they'd <laughs> right. go down and you're supposed to go over to the right or to the left. I'm just going to tie it right there. Perfect. <laughs> this will work. This will work. I'm good. I'm not a hold. <laughs> well, um, I think we knocked out this segment. Let's give the little kids a break. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Well, Mom, we need we need to give him a break. Um, Scoop's coming up. Oh, is that Paul? It is. Well, yeah. All right. You think? You think? Uh, hold on. But uh, all right. Well, let's give the kids a break. Like I said, and let's hear from Scoop. Who are these kids? The people out there. The uh, kids want it, dude. God. Where are my kids? Myra, do they want it? There they are. Wait, say that again. Myra, do the kids want it? Myra, do the kids want it? See? (laughs) What does she like to dip? They just want Doesn't she like to dip the chicken or. I don't think I don't remember. In the gravy? (laughs) Let's see. see. Uh, No, she likes the the biscuits better than the Those are good, but I like the biscuit better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. We're at the CLC Scoop. Whoa. Sorry about that. This segment of Barely Life brought to you by the beer that exploded on Paul before the show started. That's right. One yingling traditional lager sprayed its mystical glory all over Paul's chest, head, and computer, (laughs) ending up in a delightful situation for one Will and Rick. That's right. This is... This odd situation of Paul with his uh, frozen Yingling Lager brought to you by Yingling Lager Frozen Beer Explosion on Paul. Back to you, boys. <laughs> Thanks, Scoop. Huh? Right now, your body's thirsty for more than water. You're working your body till you can't do more. Gatorade is so give your body what it's thirsty for. Gatorade is thirsty for that deep down body thirst. When you exercise, you lose potassium, fluids, minerals. Gatorade helps put them back fast. It's no ordinary thirst quencher. Gatorade is thirsty for that deep down body thirst. Well, we did it, Watson. What an afternoon. We finally perfected the first telephone. Yeah, uh... Hey, listen, somebody called me today. Uh, whoever it was said some very sexual things, some very angry sexual things. Oh, really? Probably just some teenagers somewhere. Damn them. Well, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, I, there's only two phones in the, well, in, in the world, and one of them's in my office and the other's in your office, and those two didn't even exist until about a few hours ago. Yikes. I could use a distraction right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. I can almost hear the stillness 
as it yields to the sound of your heart beating. Bum, bum, bum. Nailed it. <laughs> totally nailed it. So are we calling this the last segment? It's kind of a skeleton crew? I think so. All right. Kind of sad. But joyous, too. We did it live. It's kind of like sometimes when you get a little of something, you just want more of it. Yeah, just a little taste. That's all the ladies say about me, you know? <laughs> <sighs> so uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Hmm. You want to talk about fly fishing? Fly fishing? <laughs> wow. You don't say. Weird. So, Rick, you've been on a couple of trips lately, so where have you gone? <clears throat> um, actually, uh, the the wife and I... Um, Mexico. <laughs> uh, kind of like Mexico. It's kind of like Mexico. Uh, we, we went on a pretty big trip over, the, uh, over Thanksgiving and got away from the madness of our families. And uh, I'm going to go with Florida. Oh, <laughs> yes, we went to Florida. It's kind of uh, like Florida. It's kind of like Florida. Uh, we actually went to Morea and uh, and this atoll called Rangaroa, believe it or not. So it was uh, yeah. Okay, you awesome. can use some of our American Express miles to get your tickets. <laughs> That's basically how that happened. <laughs> I mean, My I, mom hooked you up. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty, pretty epic land fishing. So, I, let's let's talk layman's terms. So, where about was this place? So, we flew to Tahiti, which was an eight-hour flight from L.A. Damn. We took a... And then it was like a 45-minute puddle jumper to this atoll called Rangaroa. All right, let's back up. Full lay-down seats or no? No, no, but free Tahitian beer. There you go. Yeah, yeah, so not bad. In the now, puddle jumper or just the whole flight from L.A.? Just the whole flight from L.A. Wow, that's pretty now, good. Now, was there any chickens on the flight? No chickens, no chickens. It was actually the nicest plane we flew on, Air Tahiti, um, Air on the whole truck. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Uh, great bone fishing. And it was like 10 days, I think you said? Yeah, yeah, 10 days. Um, Caught some bones. Didn't you catch a cuda, too? Yeah, Kuda, uh, Triggerfish, um, and a bunch of other weird shit that I've never seen before in my life. Now, did you do that solo, or did you have a guide, or what? Um, I got a guide for the Bonefish and the Barracuda, um, but uh, Triggerfish, I was just messing around on the reef in front of the place we were staying. Now, how, did you cool. handle, how did you handle the Barracuda once you got it on? I've caught a couple, and as soon as I get close to it, I just cut the line. <laughs> I'm not fucking with this. Oh, uh, they usually cut it for you. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the guide's deal. Like We literally trolled, like, <laughs> a popper behind the boat on the way back in and rode over reefs and they would just come and attack it. We caught a couple, lost uh, one nice one, and then this was, it wasn't huge, but uh, that was the first barracuda I'd ever caught and um, those teeth are pretty gnarly. Yes, they are. How big of a barracuda? I mean, I couldn't even tell you pound-wise, but it was probably about three feet long. Kilometers-wise? Yeah. Kilos? Uh, Yeah, kilos. I was thinking kilograms. Kilograms. I don't know, probably more like two and a half feet long. That's a big-ass barracuda. It it really, I mean, it was thin. It wasn't like a... Those things are all muscle, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were, it was cool, though. It was fun, man. It's like, uh, 
about a year ago, me and uh, Holyfield went out fishing, Paul. And we were like, man, there's a redfish right there. Let's put it on it. And it was a damn gar. And uh, that thing was like bringing in full solid steel once you held it. I mean, that Yeah, they feel like robots kind yeah, of too. Yeah, it like hits your arm and you're like, shit, that thing is <clears throat> muscular. Well, the, the thing, the, the trigger fish, I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. And those things, holy shit, those things are strong. Yeah. I mean, it, cool fish. It, it took off. Like, and it wasn't even that big. I mean, it was like the size of, I don't know, like a small football. It wasn't yeah. huge. And man, that thing, uh, it, it tore off some line. I've never caught one. I've tried many times. They're either super spooky to the point where they see your fly in the air, or they're just dumb and they'll eat your fly four times and you just can't hook them. I don't know. There's no in between with those things with me. So, did you go to one of those weird nudist sexual lodges? <laughs> yeah. I nice. Mean, it's kind of the only way I go, you know, <laughs> anywhere, really. Is that how they advertise it? It's a sexual lodge? <laughs> Bottoms optional. Yeah. Hito Rick. <laughs> no, Hito Rick. It was actually weird. I had to wear a shirt, but it was bottomless. <laughs> Porky pigging it the whole way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Lordy. a nice visual. Lordy, Lord. Yeah. Well, what about y'all? Any trips coming up? I've got a pretty crazy spring. Pretty lucky, good, awesome spring. Well, tell me about it. Well, so I'm going to Argentina with my what? wife, Sarah, in March. No way. Last week of March. And then last week of April, Will and I are going to Mexico. What's that? And then in May, last week of May, I'm going to Cuba. No kidding. Pretty lucky. Pretty cool. Oh my god, that's I awesome. got invited to one of those. <laughs> that's how, pretty hey, that's a good rate that's a good that's ratio. Good right, hey, I'm just saying. Well, how long of a flight is it to Argentina? I think like eight as eight well. Hours, yeah. I think so. Um I my wife can't even do a three hour car ride, much less a four hour flight to Park City, and I can't wait to see what an eight hour flight to Argentina is gonna be like. I've gotta drug her like heavily. Well, well see the thing is on the, so I learned this lesson. The, on like a long flight like that, it's so long that you can actually get drunk and get hung over on the same flight. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it is kind of like going to bed at, you know, you, you start drinking at nine. If you went to bed at like one and you had to wake up at six, you know, yeah, like it's kind of the and same then thing. You wake up and you're still on the plane and you're like, holy shit. Uh, I got to walk. I got to be careful. And the thing is, it's a night flight. Was yours a night flight? Yeah. Yeah. It was overnight. That's the only thing that I think will help me. That means I'll be, I'll be rattled to about one in the morning, probably drink to about one and then wake up at like five and then be like you're saying, you know, and, and the thing confused. is when you're, when you're drinking and on a flight, you really can't have like a quiet conversation because it's just constant. What? Yeah. 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 You're going where? And your ears get stuffy. Yeah, like, what? What'd you say? Too uh, what? What? Blanket. Yeah, I don't, know I don't have blanket. one. No. No, I I'm watching something else. I don't want to talk. No, no, no. Right in the middle of this movie. Oh, shit. That guy just got up in the bathroom. I was supposed well, to. Man, I don't know where your headphones are. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh that baby God. is killing me, man. Oh, my God. What else? <laughs> Let's um, just leave that on the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, just leave it on the rest of the We're flying back from Tahiti right now. Yeah, this is good <laughs> practice. Actually, it's a, it's a great way to have a little bit of me time. I can't wait to get there and take my pants off. Man, this is so fun. Porky pig thing. We are going to porky pig the hell out of this resort. So did you get get any uh, advances from swingers or anything like that in Tahiti? Uh, Just a couple. Just a couple. (laughs) Yeah, just a couple. That's more than one. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad uh, ratio. Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly take it. 
But I'll take this advantage, advantage of the situation to shout out to old Patagonia River Guides in, Ar- in Argentina that I'm going to go fishing with, Rance. Uh, I met him at the Fish Hawk five, six years ago, and those guys run a good operation. So if you're looking at going to Argentina, look up those guys, Patagonia River Guides. Um, I'm pumped, man. It's always been definitely one of those places I'd love to go to, but never just th- I just never really thought it would happen. Dude, I mean that's so, a, that's a bucket list yeah. deal. I mean that's I know that emerald green blue water. Can't wait to just I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. Have you uh have you by chance read that book Chasing Rumor? No, uh-uh. I got I got a copy. I'll let you borrow if you want to get if you want to get fired up. For yeah, the, what's for the deal the with it? So basically, this this guy he's a, he's a Montana guide and he goes down there, um, and tries to start guiding and it's just his experience and it's like okay you know it he was like super real with it and that he was like you know it wasn't every fish that I caught wasn't this twenty pound behemoth brown you know he's like there's a lot of you catch a a, a large number of fish but they're obviously not all. Monsters. I mean, all you're seeing on the websites are the glory, you know, the glory yeah. shots. And and uh, so anyway, it was interesting to get that perspective. But he he like traveled around on his own. You know, he was like camping and, and going all. I'd over love the to place. read it. Yeah. I mean, if it's kind of a kind of a seeing eye version of what he saw down there and checked it out, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, it's a it, it's a it's a good one. It'll get you jazzed. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, Mexico trip we do every year. I'm pumped about that, of course. This damn permit, love them. But uh, and then uh, yeah, the Cuba thing. I don't really know much. I just know that it's uh, like a five hour bus ride once I get there, <laughs> and then like a two or three hour boat ride. That's honestly all in that. No air conditioning. <laughs> God willing, chi- there's uh, gonna be a chicken on that bus. I know. That. Absolutely. I, if there's not, I'm, I'm gonna be pissed. So you know there's gonna be chickens on the bus. Right? <laughs> it's just getting started. Boy, you think this airline trip is a, is a pain? Wait till we get on this, this designer new bus that Cuba has. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Uh huh. They've had such influx of cash lately, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so that's so. Uh, you got anything going aside from Mexico? <laughs> I know Trey's trying to get us to go out west this summer. Yeah, that's probably not gonna work. Um, <laughs> just just did you did right. you enter the realistic uh mode there? I live in real. That's, I live in realism. Like yeah, nah, I probably can't do that. Um, no, nothing really uh on the plans. We are very much spur of the moment kind of people when it comes to travel plans. Like it's better for me. It seems like to, for me to avoid every bit of disaster, it's easier for me to go in three days. Go, let's go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's go. Yeah, I know. I know that about you. Because, I mean, like, if I planned it out, like, a week before the trip, it's like, oh, uh, Will, I'm just going to let you know, our, our floor went missing in our house. Like, what the <laughs> hell? How did that floor go missing? It just vanished. It just vanished. Uh, Lawson, get that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lawson, we can talk a little bit about Lawson. Yeah. He's coming back from a, a week in Louisiana. Uh, that's a little state down in the south Gulf of Mexico area next to Texas. Oh. And, uh... Redfish, and I think they had a pretty rough week. If you had to sum it up, I know they caught a few here and there, but it wasn't like a consistent like find them, catch them. Find they went looking, 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 found a couple. Looking windy as hell, looking, 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 found a couple. But I think they had fun. They're, uh, I think they said it's like a twelve-hour drive, something like that. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and they're heading back right now. So were we'll they, get more from Lawson. Were they doing it, I guess? On their own. On their own. So they were kind of doing it. Was that their first time down there, I guess? I've never I've never. Yeah, Shep there. had been down there before, but they took three boats, two guys per boat kind of a thing. They really didn't listen to us when we told them about going down there. It's like, I'm telling you, dude, it's not like here that you have a basic map and you can figure it out and find flats. I mean, it is just like a huge, vast yeah. land of mud flats and it's like... When we would go, the trips I went on with friends that were guides, like David Mangum and all those guys down in Florida, like we would boat ride it for an hour. Yeah. And passing everything, it wasn't like, well, we, I understand why we're skipping here. This is not a good fishing spot. I mean, like, we're going an hour in the boat. But it all looks the same. It all looks exactly yeah. the same. And you'd probably never think, man, <clears throat> I need to, to run for an hour. Well, and know? there's several places, too. A lot of places um, that you cannot slow down or you will get stuck. Really? There are places that you need to have a uh, jack plate for sure. There are several spots we uh, got into that's like, okay, you ready to go to the next flat? Turn that wheel hard left, hit that gas as hard as you can, do about three or four circles to rock you out of there, and then shoot out. Really? You couldn't just go straight out. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I mean, it's not a lot of water. Big fish, though. Yeah, I, uh, I had a buddy of mine uh, went down there this fall. They got a guide, but um, man, they caught some some monsters that looked pretty pretty awesome. One of these days, that's on the list. As yeah, well. me too. It's just harder for me to plan some trip to Louisiana when you have redfish, right? It's kind yeah. of the same reason when I lived in Jackson as you did. It was hard for me to worry about going to some river six hours away in Idaho. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, I have. Like, why? I have the Madison within two hours. I have the Henry's Fork hour and a half and the Snake River. Why do I need to plan on... I mean, I understand you see new water, you learn new water. I do understand that. Big, but, big uh, difference, though, is New Orleans. You're so close to New Orleans. If you go to No, New I'm just saying, no. why would I do that if I have redfish here? Like, I understand that they have big fish and they have New Orleans. I, no, but, but I'm just saying, New Orleans is a great... Uh, area to go fishing but you have the area of the town of the city of yeah. New Orleans and that, that, that can make an out. excuse to, to go yeah it's a lot better than just being in some Hoboken spot but yeah I hear what you're saying though I mean it's difficult to justify the expense when you're like alright or I could go in 30 minutes and be at a spot that I'm familiar with and catch yeah. fish yeah I mean cause I mean, obviously, if you do it yourself, you take your own boats, you're not paying for guides and whatnot, which I would at least get a day guide, so I kind of learn some sort of program. Uh, but that's probably, you know, even though you're taking your own stuff, you're probably still spending a grand or so. Yeah. I'd rather put that grand to going down to the Keys or something and even just catch kudas, something I can't do here. You take know? a six-hour right. bus ride somewhere. <laughs> exactly. With a chicken. Exactly. Or 12. Chicken, chicken or 12. Chickens. Uh, do y'all want to? Do y'all want to prank anyone? Like call a Low Country Fly Shop or anything? They might not answer. <laughs> Should we? Let's talk about plane trips again. Well, we're we're gonna call Mike. Mike Smithson. I want to hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna get a hold of Mike Smithson. He's in uh, Radio Row at the Super Bowl in Houston. We sent him down there just for this. I think he had some other business down there too, but it was perfect. So that way we can kind of hear from him and uh, get some insight of what's going on. I think he's got some guests, like some players and stuff he's going to talk to. Should we do that now or should we do that we later? go ahead and check in with him. Okay. Well, so let me... Uh, dial into our system. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me get that set up here. It's always kind of a pain in the butt to get. So, how you doing, Will? Doing well, doing well. 
All right, let me get this music down. By the way, we're doing this live, everybody. All right. All right. Uh... All right, I got it. Mike, are you there? Paul? Hey, Mike, how's Paul it going, Mike buddy? Smith is in, how are you doing? Yeah, Paul Puckett, we got Rick here, too. Uh, how's it going? Going well, going well. How's everything back in Charleston? Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, life is good. We're, it's a little cold here. What's the weather like there in Houston? Oh, it's a beautiful day. 64 degrees here in Houston. Just uh, everybody getting ready for the big game. Uh, a lot of people out here today really enjoying our time out here. It's going to be a great Super Bowl 51. Now, did you fly down there with any big wig people you know, or did you uh, fly, fly a coach? A commercial. I flew commercial, and uh, I got to get in some good sights and sounds, kind of get a feel for the area, and uh, it was a good time. Well, now, you used to do uh, TV in Atlanta. I figured you, That's like, right. Arthur Blank might be uh, down with each other. He could maybe hitch a ride on his plane or anything. I thought oh, you knew no, a bunch of people. full crowd. No, no, no. Really had to uh, – the news station really flipped the ticket for this, so uh, they're kind of watching the budget now. So uh, got to go commercial. It was fun. Golly, I thought I just thought you knew some big name, big name people. Oh, I do. Well, you said that that's the reason you're going because yes. you know some some big timers, and uh, the chance that you might have some special guests that we could talk to and the people could hear from some people in the NFL and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty busy, but I did find some uh, grounds crew people here that kind of know the stadium inside and out, and just figured it would be a good interview for you guys. Uh, you kind of are on the lower uh, rung of grounds the, uh, crew. Of the uh, of the radio talent. I thought you said you were going to get some players. Well, I, I talked to some players. They just didn't want to talk to me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Let's uh, let's hear from who you got. Let me let me see, sir. Sir, you there? Yes. Hey. Yeah. Hey. What's your name? Jack Jack Dumas. Jack Dumas. Now, now, Jack, you've been working on the Houston field for thirty five years. Is that correct? Well, it does depend on what what field you're talking about. I did used to work at the Rice Stadium. Uh huh. So you like rice? Love rice. Rice owls. Yeah, go goes good with chicken. We uh, we did the Super Bowl there about nineteen. That's amazing. Yeah, seventy something. Joe Montana's first Super Bowl, and uh, so now we've been here at ANC Stadium, and we're just real excited to have you. Yeah, it sounds like you're a big Oilers fan. A little like, like a Warren Moon. He's we still keep in touch quite a bit. Yeah, Warren Moon. Yeah, he's got, we make. Now we're doing this live. You want to be a little bit more peppy? I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. I'm ready to go. You're all I'm, ears. Oh golly, yeah. So where are you from? I'm from Atlanta. Atla- Georgia. Atla- like that's where you're from. That's where I'm from. Uh, my, my daughter's first husband is from Atlanta. Ron. Dicky, do you know him? Yeah, I do. There's uh, Atlanta's big city, but I do know Ron. His Dickey. son, his son, jo- Joel <laughs> Dicky, I believe he's down there too. I believe they're Georgia fans. <laughs> and, uh, what's your name again? Who are you? I'm Mike Smithson. We're gonna talk some grounds crew or what? Yeah. So tell us about the grass. Well, you look like you know your way we around got, the grass. We got some good grass here. We yeah. got some just some darn good grass here, yeah. and uh, we grow it. And then we apply it to the field, and we just... Oh, shit, Paul. Emmett Smith just walked by. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Oh, get get Emmett. Get Emmett. Uh, I'll see what I can do. do. But you can't... Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Who? Huh? 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 No, he's gone. Who? He's, he's totally gone. Who? Huh? Well, this has been really uh, yeah. informative for well, everybody Well, I just think this is great. Who are y'all talking to now? Because we're out here. 
Yes, well, it seems like you have some kind of inner ear issue, So, but uh, we'll let you go. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it was great talking I, to I, you. I had a lot of fun. Just say hi to your family in Wisconsin for me, okay? I will do. Uh, yes, thank you. Okay, thank you. All right. Wow, so... Paul, that's all I got. Who you right got else? Who else do you got? You got to have let someone. See. Let me see. Let me see who I can grab. You got a ground screw guy. I know. Mike. A ground screw guy. And he wasn't that interesting. Well, he does work on this ground okay. for the stadium. Okay. But he didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of information. It's looking like all I've got. Wait a minute. There's one man right here, uh, sir. Sir? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I take it you're a Texan. <laughs> Damn right I am. I'm from Houston, here in H-Town, uh, born in 1965 in the Woodlands. I sure am, yeah, sir. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name's Mike Smithson. Now, uh, now you're listening, <laughs> talking to Barely Live. Mike Smithson, how are you? Uh, doing well, doing well. Uh, you want some uh, of this barbecue? Let me just oh, put it in your mouth here. You got like, uh, just taste it, just taste it. Oh, God, oh, it's that, good, that isn't that it? Is mouth here, try this sauce here. Try oh, this sauce oh, here. Just it's on my chin. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. God, it's good stuff. Schonerbach, you want a Schonerbach? Yeah, why not crack me one of those open? Oh, God, have you ever ridden horses? I love horses. Do you now? Golly, we're here in East Town. Come on now, son. Yeah, that's right. All right. Now, what do you do? Well, I'm 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 in I'm I'm, uh, I'm in charge of concessions. Are you? I sure am. Yeah, we've got our family uh, our family business been down here since about 1955. Uh, we used to go up to the Dallas uh, Texas uh, Texas State Fair. That's how we all started up there in Dallas. Yeah, that's right. That's now right. it looks like, according to your name tag, you run a uh, environmental sustainability company. No, <laughs> nope. I uh, sure don't. Just concessions. Just concessions. That's right. All right, so this is good. This is kind of what the Barely Live people are looking for. Now, let me just tell you, Mike. This is the Super Bowl of concessions. I don't know if you know that or not. All right, let's go through these one at a time. What have you got here? We've got the 24-foot hot dogs. 24. Now, now you're going to need a couple people to help you take it to the chair. Okay, Uh now, it's Uh going to be... It's got to be popular with the ladies. $225. $225? Yeah, that's right. Is that Kobe beef? Mike, let's not get to what's in these things. These are damn good hot dogs, 24 feet. Now, what else you got on this 24 list? 24 feet? 24 feet. That's right. All right, what else you got? You got to have your whole damn row order the damn thing, or else it just ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Uh-uh. This is Super Bowl of condiments, or yeah. concessions, sorry. Now, we do have the Super Bowl MVP of condiments. That's your that's your, re- that's your relish, ketchup, mustard, all tied into one. Why even go three separate? Just get you one condiment. It's all three. Now, the first question that comes to my head first is, that, ones to is, do is it. that sweet relish? you damn right at Sweet Rest. All Heinz products. Oh, all yeah. the best stuff. All 57 of them. Oh, God. We just put them all into one. Why get three separate ones? All into one. You Thank let's, you. Let's, mm. let's keep going with the menu. Okay. Well, the next, we, we've got, got a... anything with cheese? We've got fried cheese on cheese mm. with a topping of cheese. Now, that's cheesy. Called Cheese You Up. Cheese You Up. Well, I wanted to call Cheese You Up, you son of a bitch, but <laughs> the old boys up top weren't going for it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we're, we're uh, pretty much excited about this. And, uh, just I think love. another good name would be Cheese Louise. Uh, Mike, you're funny. <laughs> I, I like this guy. Who's this guy? I did a little, I did a little yeah, stand I like this Atlanta, guy. Yeah. I like this guy. Well, you're the first guy that's interviewed me today, and uh, just hey. this has been a, just a, a damn good time. That was good. I've really enjoyed the beer and all the feedback. Well, how long are you staying in town? I'm going to be here until Monday. Hey, let's t- let's extend that twenty four hours. Take you out to my ranch Monday night, and just you and I, just you and me together. I'll go through everything, every type of condiment, and just spread it all on you. If you know what I'm saying. Now, I do see something on your menu. I'm not very familiar with. Uh-huh. Uh, can you explain what a uh, Texas split tail is? Well, that's a uh, that's a product my old buddy Jeff Patman up in Dallas, Texas, came up with, and. Uh, that's that's a that's an off menu item, and uh, it's really just uh, late 
fourth quarter, two minutes left. Uh, your, your team's down a little bit, and you're just going to go maybe check out some uh, Texas hot split tail. Yeah. So it's, if you've got to ask how much it is, you can't afford <laughs> it, right? <laughs> I like this guy. Who is this guy? I like this guy. Yeah, that's right. Mike, thanks, buddy. I got to run, man. I can't do this all day, so uh, you, you don't appreciate happen to have any good Jamal Anderson stories, do you? Oh, uh, whoo. Mm, I do, but now's not the time, so. All okay. Right. We'll see you, buddy. Thank you. All right. Hey. Oh. Wow. Wow. That, that guy was. We, we have some characters down here. That guy was Texas. That was Texas. That well, was Texas, Paul. That was a good. That was a. That was a good interview, Mike. Yeah, I'm trying to give you all a little feel of what's going on here in Houston. Uh, you know, personally, I'm supporting the Falcons, but uh, everybody here seems to think the New England Patriots are going to walk away with the fifth Super Bowl ring and uh, really bring it home. Uh, Paul, I know you're kind of upset. You would have loved to seen your Dallas Cowboys down. Oh, if it would have been a short trip with the, for the boys and the crew and. It would have been good. Would have been, been good. Would have been good. You can't have it all, Mike. Yeah, well, I'm going to get back out here and see if I can pre-record some interviews, and uh, I'll let you know what I got. All right, buddy. This is Mike Smithson out here at Super Bowl Row for Super Bowl 51 back in Houston. Back <laughs> to you, Paul. All right, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Well, Mike Smithson. He's really working his ass off. Sounds like he's kind of, I don't know, not taking it too seriously. Sounds like he's having a good time. Yeah. I think he's been in the beer a little bit. That's all right, though. What else can you expect from Mike? We should ask him a little bit about Scoop and their little situation. Maybe next time. But it sounds like Scoop's back, so we ain't got to worry about it. Well, you got any more for us in this skeleton crew? No, we weren't here for a long time, but we were here for a good time. So, uh, Rick, you got anything for the people out there? Um, One last sustainability thought. For the people. One last sustainability thought for the people. No, go go ahead, Rick. Today. Added <laughs> <laughs> had the most interesting. If you don't mind turning the back on, I had the most interesting conversation with the guy sitting next to me on the flight. Oh, yeah. I told him all about sustainability. He loved it. He couldn't get it. Yeah, yeah just, that sounds good, he, he, did, he just kept nodding. Yeah. Said, we just, I just kept knocking beers back. It was great. Yeah, I do insurance. I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. but uh, it's good fun. He, would, he wouldn't give me his card. He did, he just told me his name and a, and a phone number, and he said it was 999 yeah. 999 all nine. All nine. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing the no pants thing while uh, I'm here. I love all yeah. nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hey, well, you should stop by for a drink, you yeah. know? All right, definitely, definitely. Let me uh, just get a clean T-shirt on, and I'll uh, be right over there. Well, thanks, Mike. We did it. We're going to have Scoop take us out, though. We usually uh-huh. have queso. No queso today. You think Scoop's ready? Scoop's ready. All right, everyone. Thank you. This was fun. Kind of. Sort of. Right? This edition of Valley Live brought to you by Charleston Discount Airlines. That's right. The loudest planes in Charleston for all your travel needs from Argentina, Cuba, bus rides in Cuba, all fishing destinations. So come on down to Charleston Discount Airlines and fly wherever we're going. Back to you, Paul. All righty. Well, everyone, enjoy. Have fun at the Atlanta Fishing Show. Yes. Fly yeah. Fishing Show. Yeah, yeah. Tell all the boys we said hello. If hello. you're in Charlotte, we're going to go to Puckett's Farm Equipment this we weekend. <laughs> come see us. Or just come see who's playing and we'll find you. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, here we go. I guess that one did not work out too well.
What does that mean? To play us out. Just got a uh, word from Mike Smithson. We got a late-breaking interview from Radio Road at the Super Bowl. Uh, Mike, you there? I'm here. I'm here, Paul. Uh, I was able to get us a quality interview. Uh, I believe, uh, even though I thought he passed about 20 years ago, uh, I have found Chris Farley here wandering around. Oh, the, uh, really? Yes, yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's cool. Uh, so, uh, Chris, Chris, you there? What in the hell was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. That's him.